Hi. Hello. I'm Julian. I'm Tom. We're Team Binge. And we're here binging <gasps> the, the after, after party. party. Yeah. So after a long debate, Tom and I decided, actually it wasn't that long, we decided <laughs> to watch the TV show The After Party, which mm-hmm. for those of you that don't know, much like Ted Lasso, it is on Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus. Apple TV Plus watch phone. I don't know. Apple, Apple Plus is probably something else. It's probably some like insurance plan. Oh, that sounds like I should get it because I have an Apple phone. Anyways, we're watching The After Party. For those of you that have not heard of it, uh, it's a TV show with Tiffany Haddish, Sam Richardson, Dave Franco, and Ben Schwartz. It is a whodunit. It's a whodunit murder mystery. It's a play on true crime, true crime podcasts, all Mm -hmm. that stuff. It's also quite funny. (laughs) It was created by Christopher Miller. Yep. Who then directs most of the episodes, yes. if I recall. Yes. And his partner... Phil Lord. Phil Lord produced. Mm-hmm. And those guys did what, Tom? Uh, I think what are the people going to know them from, Tom? The people might know them from the Lego Movie franchise. They did uh, those initially. Okay. Uh, they also did uh, Last Man on Earth, starring Will Forte. Sure. Which was a fantastic uh, series. If you haven't seen that, I'd recommend it as well. Uh, what else do you mind knowing from? Uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah. My yeah. favorite and the best Spider-Man movie. It's fantastic. As well as 21 Jump Street, which we watched recently. It still <laughs> holds up. It's pretty funny. It also has some people from this show in it, like yeah. Dave Franco. Nice. But what we're going to do is we're going to go through each episode and at the same time try and solve the mystery. We're going to solve this thing. I hope so. Are we going to like end each pod with a guess? Yeah, I would. And then, yeah, okay. most certainly. We're also going to call each other detective. Okay. <laughs> so for now on, when we start this, I'm going to say, hi, I'm detective. You're not detective Julian. You're just detective. Just, just detective. You're detective one. I'm detective two. No, no, no. no Can no I be numbers. gumshoe? No, we're just going to be both be detective. Is gumshoe a detective? Is that like uh, an old timey word? it's a nickname for a detective. Well, I'm going to be gumshoe. Can all right. I, can I be gumshoe? No, let's cancel all that. <laughs> all right. So real quick, watch the show before you listen to us because there's going to be spoilers. It's only going to make sense if you're following along with us. But let's go through the suspects, Tom. Let's start it. Yep. And I guess really real quick, the premise is this. These people are all going to a high school reunion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming it's like a 20-year, 15-year was, reunion. I think it's a 2006 reunion. So, so that's... 30-year reunion? I don't know. Math's not my thing. Uh, and one of their classmates, the famous classmate, dies. And mm-hmm. so they're all suspects. And at our the suspects after party. At the after, after party. Yep. Oh, that's why they... Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so our suspects... And I don't know if there's main characters. I've only seen one episode. But Anik, I feel, is the main character of the show. Is he not? Or are they all just... Is this a... So I, Yeah, so I'll admit I've seen three. And okay. that's when I decided, like, yeah, this is up our alley. We should record this. Um, but each episode is a perspective. They're kind of telling their mind movies, which we'll kind of get suspect. into. From each suspect, yeah. So, so there is no main character. Yeah, I mean, I think Sam Richardson is definitely involved throughout, or Anik, his character, okay. is involved throughout, which I think all the characters are. Like, you see, even in the next couple episodes... They always are going to intersperse the other characters, even if it's just like a quick, like, hey, what, what's going on in this scene? Like, they'll pop in just so that way when you see the next episode, you see like, oh, that's why they were in this scene kind of a thing. Okay. Okay. So, first episode, these are how I understand the suspects. Anik, who's played by Sam Richardson. People will know Sam Richardson from 
lots of different things. Veep, but Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is the most important thing he's ever done. <laughs> Jasper, played by Ben Schwartz. We love Ben Schwartz. We'll get into his pedigree from Parks and Rec as Jean Ralphio. He's pretty much playing Jean Ralphio. Oh, yeah, he is. Like a toned down version. Yeah. <laughs> Walt, who's played by Jamie Demetrios. Nice. Demetrio. Uh, Demetrio. I, yes. I think he's from like Fleabag fame is where I know him from. Okay. Um, yeah. Chelsea, who's played by Ilana Glazer, who is one of the two women that does Broad City. Fantastic. Indigo, who is Genevieve Angelson. Mm-hmm. I did not know her from anything. Nope. Uh, she's in other things, just nothing. I did not recognize her. Mm-hmm. Zoe, played by Zoe Chow. Did not know her from anything. And then Brent is Brett. Brett. Yep. Brett. 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 Ike Barinholtz okay. is who plays him. And I recognize the guy, but he's in like a thousand things. Yeah, so that's where what, you kind of recognize him from. He's a that guy. Yeah. Yep. Certainly a that guy. And then our detectives. So I'm detective, you're gumshoe. Our fellow detectives are Detective Danner, who's played by Tiffany Haddish. Yes. I guess you could argue Tiffany Haddish is the main character of the show. Yeah, because she's doing the interviews sure. for the whole deal, yeah. Her partner is Detective Culp, who's mm-hmm. played by John Early. Uh, obviously, we know who Tiffany Haddish was. I did not know John Early. Again, he's one of those, like, I feel like I have seen him from something, but we didn't do, like, deep dives into all these characters. We're kind of just playing by the seat of our pop culture pants. So. And then the most important personality of any crime, Tom. <laughs> the victim. The victim. The victim <laughs> is played by? By one Dave Franco. Dave Franco, who is the younger brother of the other Franco. I don't remember his name. Yeah, I think it's, like, Steve. Steve Franco. <laughs> uh, I think that's their dad. His character's name is Xavier. He plays kind of like a Justin Bieber type <laughs> um guy yeah and so those are our suspects the detectives are our allies and the victim unfortunately is no longer on this mortal plane Mm -hmm. episode one do these episodes have titles or is it just episode one i don't think it had a title right i don't think there are titles i mean if you're gonna give it a title you can kind of probably give it a title of like unique backstories yeah like what backstories yeah yeah but in this one they kind of did two they did indigo super quick sure and then they did uniques sure and tom having watched three of them Kind of give us an explanation of... So each episode focuses on a character. Mm-hmm. And then um, they're each giving their mind movie. <laughs> yes. So Tiffany Haddish here in a little bit as Detective Danner. She kind of says like, hey, I want to want to find out what's going on in this murder. I want to get each, each of yours mind movie. And that kind of sets up the idea of um lord and miller the uh directors and writers here setting up the idea of like different playing on genres okay so in this one we see like indigo which is like the uh kind of black and white art house movie and then it gets to anix which is the main uh, bulk of the episode which is a romantic comedy um and then as we kind of meet some of the other characters you kind of get other uh, genres other genres and i won't kind of spoil those quite yet but like they were just so fed. The next two were just so fantastic. I'm like, we got to record this. I'm glad you, uh, without permission, advanced and watched <laughs> the next two episodes. Thank you for abandoning me. This one starts with obviously them going to their high school reunion. It's 2006. We start with Sam Richardson, who plays Anik. He is there solely to reconnect with a high school crush mm-hmm. named Zoe, yep. played by Zoe Chow. Um, a song is playing that. I'm assuming is setting the 
tone for like the timeline it's angel by like shaggy shorty you're my angel yeah Yeah, okay (laughs) which i'm assuming is an 06 on so he's got his reunion soundtrack going yeah and he's being essentially sam richardson like just like a nice like normal guy yeah yeah. super friendly very personable like yeah and he's like in his car he's kind of getting ready he's like um trying to rekindle this flame he's like Nothing could go wrong tonight. Right. Which is great for, because uh, then it cuts to Dave, uh, Dave Franco falling to his death. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like the immediate cut and then, whoop, all right, that's that's that. People scream and we are off. And that finds us at the beach house, um, Xavier's beach house. So cliffside, we meet Tiffany Haddish, Detective Danner, Detective Culp, John Early. Mm-hmm. The captain's on the phone. <laughs> and it's very funny. The captain's telling her, like, you shouldn't be here. It's not your case. Mm-hmm. All these things. She takes charge. Did you recognize the voice of the captain on the phone? It was very familiar, but I did not catch it for my first first listen. So I, you mentioned that these guys also did Last Man on Earth. Uh, and the voice you'd recognize is the actor Mel Rodriguez, who I don't remember his mm-hmm. character name, but he's one of the core four in the beginning of Last Man on Earth. Yeah, he's fantastic. He plays like Will Forte's like best friend. Yeah, it's Will Forte, January Jones, uh, Kristen Shaw. Shaw. And then Mel Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I recognize the voice from. I like when, like, clearly these guys that wrote this have actors they like. like oh, yeah. They have actors they like working with, and they bring them in for these projects. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun because you can tell, like, on set, they were probably having a pretty good time. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're looking at the body on the beach. It's obviously a dead Dave Franco, Xavier. <laughs> they find like a hat underneath him. They conclude it's a murder. There's some other clues in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's, she gets all up in him, sniffs him. <laughs> she uh, smells some whiskey and ginger ale. They see a blonde wig. Um, and there's some kind of contusion on his nose. So, so we got a, a handful of early clues here. Sure. And there's shrimp all over the place, <laughs> but cooked shrimp, not shrimp from the ocean. <laughs> yeah. Which Culp's. He, he makes sure to point out because... <laughs> He's like being a detective, but being just like very like, analy- like very simplistic in his uh, uh, detective skilling. Right. <laughs> then we cut to inside Xavier's house. Clearly, it's like the end of a like high school party where all the parents uh, are not around. Uh, Anik has marker all over his face. Did mm. you see what was written on there? Or, he had nerd. Like, he's got like triangle, like cat ears, almost his eyes. He had a cat ears. He's got a little mustache. He's got whiskers. Um, and I think there's some other writing on him, which we we'll might might see in, in future episodes. In classic, like, Clue or any type of... Like, there's a genre of these detective movies that are so great. We get all the suspects in one room. Yep. The detective makes his entrance, like, and knives out, introduces himself, <laughs> and, like, takes charge. And she's, like, observing all of the mayhem. And mm-hmm. Tiffany Addish is hilarious. Like, there's oh, several so times great. she's, like, making comments about stuff that's <laughs> happening in the room uh, and what she sees. It's She makes some comment about messy white folks. And then she's, like, hi to Anique. Like, I don't know. It's like, oh, they love to ski. They don't even need snow. Yeah. Oh, because the ski oh, Yeah, the skis are in the middle of the floor. And then this cuts to... The TV, she's like telling people no social media, and you can see that um, Jasper Ben Schwartz is like yeah. on his phone and he like stops. So, so he's he was clearly probably tweeting, yeah, probably out. the leak. We then see in true great movie form 
The news on the TV plays telling us that Xavier has died. He died at the age of 33. Uh, this whole sequence, I've watched it three <laughs> times now. It's just great. It's any time um, uh, a celebrity dies, but they do it so over the top in this show. Uh, very much in the vein of like 21 Jump Street. Like yeah. just the humor and the stuff that... It, that happens it's His, so well written too just because like you get so much backstory and like allow this news channel to do this exposition for us to like tell us about who he is what he's all about and all of it's just gold eugene xavier duckworth jr <laughs> a coffee shop heir of the coffee shop jeans beans <laughs> which sounds like a lovely place not phil's pills jeans beans not phil's pills jeans beans uh phil would have loved jeans beans i can tell you Xavier went platinum with I'll give I'll I'll allow you to give the name of the song X marks the G spot, which is just (laughs) an incredible name for a song. And then I don't know if you paid attention to this, Tom, and I had to pause it several times. But you're reading the ticker at the bottom of the news feed, and the stuff it says, um, it said Xavier's latest world tour was called "I'ma Live Forever." Which is great. I didn't get that. Because he did not. And then they show like the album, like they show that his album is at the top. Uh, The album is called Somebody Zave Me uh, with an X. And it's right above Taylor Swift's 1989, which I thought was hilarious. First record to go number one in Antarctica. Oh, wow. Which is something to be said. And then it shows like, hey, he was a... A musical artist, but then he got into acting, and he was in like Hungry, the, the Hungry Hippos movie, which I feel like they're making fun of, like The Rock a little bit, like The Rock. It's doing, like Jumanji, like, Jumanji. Tropic Thunderish, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, and then I did not catch this, but my spouse did, and I thought it was quite funny. He was the first artist to perform for sixty nine thousand. 420 fans okay. so 69 and 420 together at, that was on the ticker which i just thought was a great that 421st person tried to come in and they were like no 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 no, no, no. we need this record and then the i mean just the creme de la creme of this whole biopic <laughs> part is we find out he starred in uh the biopic of Holland Oates. And who's his co-star, Tom? <laughs> Mr. Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum of Twenty One Drum Street. So once again, someone who like you don't think is like a comedy actor, but he's done so enough good. funny stuff that he's just too handsome to be funny. Yeah. And he's too good at dancing to be funny, but he is very funny. Yeah, he comedy gold. At twenty one twenty one, twenty two jump street, absolutely fantastic. So it's Channing Tatum and Dave Franco playing their characters in this show as Holland Oates. <laughs> and just like they show a clip from the movie and it's Channing Tatum's character getting really upset <laughs> and he's like he like throws a record against a wall and he's like, This place, it's an eater of men. <laughs> And then Xavier's character turns and he's like, like he has an epiphany. He's like, grab your axe. It's chart breaking time. He's like, you go high and I'll go high. I'll go the same height. I'll go the same high. I was like, that eater of men is so specific. That's got to mean something. Did you know that Hollow Notes, oh. like, number one chart was Maneater? Oh, for sure. Oh, I, I did. Watch I out, no boy. Idea. Watch out, boy. He'll chew you up. Oh, oh man. Oh, here she comes. She's a Maneater. I turned it on. I don't know that, to be perfectly honest, I don't know that I had heard the song before. Really? Yeah. My uh, spouse started singing along with it. I was like, you know the song? She's like, oh, yeah, I know the song. I did not know it. Oh, man. Apparently, my classic. house was not a big Hollow Notes house. It's a bummer. Yeah. Then this cuts to, we meet Brett 
played by Ike Barinholtz. Mm-hmm. Uh, we find out that he's hiding something in his car, and we find this because he's talking to Chelsea, uh, Alana Glazer. Mm-hmm. Now, Ike Barinholtz, we talked about him earlier, but where did you know him from, or did you recognize? Did you did you recognize him from stuff? I again, he was like definitely a that guy, but there was no specific thing I pinpointed him to. So I knew him from the league. That FX show about the fantasy football league. Okay, but then more recently, you would probably know him from. Um, he is in not Justice Squad. Um, nah, what's the one? Oh, with? he was in Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. He's the prison. He's the. That's where the I know him gr- from. Yeah, that's it. So that's where you're gonna know him from. You're okay. welcome, Tom. I Thank know you. how your brain works. <laughs> um, I would like to note that I called it Justice Squad. <laughs> at me, people. Hey, that's in the same universe, at least. Okay, it's, it's all that's DC. Fair. He's also in Eastbound and Down, uh, The Mindy Project, and then um, Alana Glazier, Broad City. That's where I know her mm-hmm. Know her from. Uh, I have not watched a lot of that show. I remember watching some of it and thinking it was funny, but it's just not something that I got into. Yeah, it was the same thing. It wasn't on my radar. I've seen a handful of episodes, and they've been all fantastic, but never kind of stuck with it. But she's a lot of fun in the show. Detective Danner says, any one of you <laughs> could have been the murderer. <laughs> and I do like it. he's like get your cornstarch the plot thickens the plot thickens <laughs> all of us culinary artists know that to thicken things you use cornstarch and then she goes into like why you're all here for the reunion second chances life love emotions are high mm-hmm. and immediately the blame is thrown at Anique yep. uh, by various people who one, once one again of the Jennifers is covered in uh, permanent marker. And we find out that no one actually witnessed the murder. Mm-hmm. Blame's thrown at Anique. Detective Danner's like, you must be Anique. And in the background, Jasper goes, oh, she's good. She's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny. She tells him, we're all stars of our own movie, and she wants to hear your mind movie. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where we go into Indigo's mind movie, which is yes. very black and white and artsy. And it takes you a minute to realize what the show's doing. But this is where it's set up. Each character's going to get their own chance to tell their perspective. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be in a different movie genre. I did appreciate Indigo, who's kind of dressed like... uh, I don't know. Jackson Pollock or something? Uh, I don't know about that. I would just say like artsy, like refined, like... um, very sophisticated, who's I guy, guess. Who's the guy that did all the, the soups? Like Campbell's Soup. Is that Jackson Pollock? No, 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 no. Warhol. Guy that That's did... what I'm thinking. Andy Warhol. Andy, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't see her holding any cans of soup. But <laughs> when asked to recall her memory, she says, Avec plaisir. Which I was like, all right, thanks, subtitles. <laughs> Got to look that phrase up now. And it's Latin for with pleasure. Makes sense. Um, you could just say with pleasure, but whatever. That tells you who Indigo is. Correct. And then just we get her memory. Anika's is being pranked by, I guess, Ned, who is Jennifer's husband. Mm-hmm. We see Xavier peeing off the balcony, and then I think he <laughs> accidentally pees on Jennifer or he does. one of them. Well, liquid falls on Jennifer. Whether it's pee, she they're assuming it's pee. Whether it actually is pee, we don't actually. Okay. We can't confirm quite yet. Got it. It looks like pee. And Smelled like pee. The the reason you know that um, Indigo is um, artistic is because she uses the phrase. I try not to look at screens. There's like a point where she's supposed to look at like a TV, TV or something. She she's eyes. like, oh, I try to avoid screens. <laughs> like those people that are like, oh, we don't have a TV in our house. 
I know no one has that issue listening to this podcast because you would not be listening to a podcast about a TV show if you did not have a TV in your house. Boom. Well, you also need to like start the podcast by looking at a screen. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Anique thinks that Xavier pranked him and he goes after Xavier. He like storms upstairs. (laughs) I love the way this is like shot because it's like art house and he's like, you got to find your center. It's like, the center won't hold. This ends now. And it kind of like wipes his face. That's right. It's just so over the top dramatic. It's great. The center won't hold is an incredible (laughs) phrase. That's like what when the battles uh, battleship is falling apart and like you've got to ram the bad guy and everyone's going down. That's when you shout, "The center won't hold." That's an incredible line. Uh, then they see the body. Indigo sees Anik looking at his hands in distress in Xavier's room, and I do feel like this show uh, two things. It is re- you are rewarded if you listen to it with subtitles or mm-hmm. watch it with subtitles. Yeah. I should say, can't listen to subtitles. And maybe watching it twice, because there's stuff I picked up on the second watch that I did not catch on the first watch. Like, this moment right here yeah. plays back when Anik tells his version, mm-hmm. and you kind of find out, like, oh, why is he standing there? That sort of thing. And this happens throughout. So, like, I've seen, again, the first three episodes, but there's even a handful of sequences in this uh, where you see it from other characters' perspectives uh, that are just comedy gold that were not funny while you're watching the episode this episode okay but if you see like like and i'll probably after watching the entire season go back and rewatch it because you get all these extra little nuggets of comedy right. that are just absolutely hilarious and i'll try to at least pinpoint the first couple that i've seen got it not during this episode but once we get to it later so after indigo's weird art house movie which detective danner points out is like weird she's mm-hmm. like all right i'm gonna talk to you anique because you were at, seen in the room at the scene of the crime now can i say real quick so yeah. now that we've gotten uh her mind movie are you ruling her out as a suspect or not yet because like hers was a indigo? kind of a, yeah because no was, i'm not ruling indigo okay. out because hers Absolutely was a, not. it was a short mind movie Absolutely not. Okay. Listen, if you don't have screens or you don't look at screens or do anything like that, the only way you can entertain yourself is by murdering (laughs) people. That's it. (laughs) Okay. Come out. I mean, if someone has anything else other than like watching your phone or watching a television, if there is any other activity in life to do other than murder, I don't know what it is. If you don't play Wordle, you're a psycho killer. Oh, Wordle. Okay. (laughs) That's true. That's with a screen. Yeah. You're making my point for me. All right. Um, We find out. That they go and sit in like a recording studio. Yeah. Which I say that as a surprise, but I'm realizing Xavier is a recording artist, so he would have a studio in his giant beach house. Correct. I'm an idiot. We find out that Anik has essentially like a photographic memory, right? Because, and it's very subtle here, but he's like, he names all the people in the room and he goes from like, well, from like clockwise, whatever, and he like rattles them all Clockwise from your perspective. Right. Yeah. Very impressive. Right. So... This helped, like, learn the cast of everyone because it is moving pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. He kind of breaks it down. Yeah, and then I do, like, appreciate, like, Tiffany Haddish, like, with her uh, as a detective, kind of, like, still kind of making it kind of funny and, like, comedies. Like, listen, my goal here is to find out who killed Xavier, but if it's, it'd be nice to have some fun in the process. <laughs> <laughs> and she, like, puts little, like, animals on the little desk right. and stuff. And it's, just, right. it's so great. So then we jump into Anik's Mind movie, which, as you pointed out earlier, is a romantic comedy. And once again... A second watch, I picked this up. Yeah. First watch, it was just kind of like, okay, it's his version. Well, especially his with, version is romantic, like, focused. Yeah. Especially with, like, the name they pop up. Because it pops up Anique. It says his name on the screen. Uh-huh. And it's got a little heart on the eye of Anique. 
So it's kind of like, and they did that with Indigo. When Indigo did her Little Mind movie, okay. it popped up her name on the screen and kind of did it in this like film noir oh, kind of okay. deal. So okay. I think they, they do that uh, as they kind of introduce the character's Mind movie. Okay. So Anik is explaining why he went to the reunion. Uh, he came to the reunion for Zoe. They had chemistry together. And oh, they had, <laughs> they had chemistry, chemistry together. <laughs> so good. Zoe recently got divorced. We find out that she got divorced from Brett. Um, and she wanted Anik, she sent Anik an email making sure he was coming to the reunion. Mm -hmm. As Anik is getting out of his car, we're introduced really for the, I mean, not for the first time we see him at the house, but like we get a sense of who Jasper is. We get the romantic comedy version of Jasper. Yes. Yeah. So Jasper in the parking lot, Ben Schwartz. Talk to me about Ben Schwartz, Tom. One of the greatest TV characters ever on Parks and Rec. Yeah, Jean Ralphio, if you haven't seen Parks and Rec, just over the top, like, spoiled brat kid uh, to, uh, who's the, Fonzie, the actor? Fonzie? Yeah, well, in um, Arrested, or not Arrested Development, in uh, Parks and Rec, their father was Fonzie, and he's the one that gave him all the money. He's like, money please. Henry Winkler. Yeah, Henry Winkler. So, uh, but just a fantastic character, and like, he is, I think you, you mentioned, he's kind of like playing a similar beat uh, to that, uh, the Jean-Ralphio, but maybe a little bit tamed down, at least in this, yeah, this, this version. Like Jean-Ralphio, I felt was like was really like self-centered, selfish, and just like annoying and like dumb. This guy's maybe like, there's certain aspects of him that might be a little bit self selfish and yeah. like uh, self-important, I should say. But he's pretty nice to Anique. Like, you could tell they were friends. Yeah, and, he's a nice guy, for sure. But definitely, like, that same kind of... Yeah, <laughs> that same kind of energy. Um, John Ralphio, the amount of memes that guy created, and the you're the worst, and all that stuff. Just just great. Him, anytime he got to do a scene with Ron Swanson, was just incredible. <laughs> They're back and forth, yes. I think he's got one bit where he talks about, like, uh, you got to wear a tie because it points an arrow right down to your dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> quite a line the um because he offers his to yes, he's like, like oh you want my tie which is once again friendly gesture i'm trying to give you my tie to make you look good uh but anik's like but what's gonna point to yours and he's like oh yes good point you <laughs> saved me and he's like oh i've been working out a lot have you heard of pilates i've heard of it too i haven't done it but i've heard of it <laughs> just a great like back and forth and Jasper is there, like, encouraging Anik mm-hmm. to go after Zoe. He he's, knows how hard he crushed on her in the past. Yeah, and... he's, like, the friend in the romantic comedy, like, the wacky, wild friend who's, like, pushing Anik to, exactly. you know, go for it, take his shot with his high school uh, flame. Exactly. They cross paths with Chelsea. She drops her bag, and there's, like, a, a flask that clanks on the ground. It mm-hmm. sounded empty to me. But later on, we find out there's stuff in it. So Correct. I know the sound. I know the depressing sound of an a- of an empty flask when it hits the ground. You know full. You know the sound of between a full. Oh, and I an know empty. the sound of a full flask. That's that's joy and happiness. <laughs> empty flask is just sad. We find out that oh she. It was subtle here. I I don't think I caught it on the first watch, but she was the former class president. And they kind of make a comment how she went from like class president to now she is a bit of a train wreck. Yeah. And you get that because she dropped a flask out of her bag. (laughs) Train wreck. Which no one has ever been bothered when I've dropped a flask out of my (laughs) coat pocket or my sock. We have the classic meet cute with balloons. The balloons. They're looking at the pictures. His picture's great. He's like, I think I'm holding an Oreo in my fist. (laughs) Mystery. (laughs) Mystery. (laughs) But they do. Zoe and him have a meet cute. 
They're like flirting through balloons popping. The uh-huh. music's playing. And once again, this is like a classic movie thing. Like these two people are here to like meet each other and talk. Mm-hmm. They have this moment with the balloons and she's immediately like, Oh, all right. Well, I'll see you inside. Yeah. It'd be like, no, you would stop right there. You would have a conversation. Yep. You'd be like, hey, how you been? You get my email. I'm glad you came. Like, what are you up to? Sorry about the divorce. Hey, sorry about the Oreos. Like, you'd go through all that. Nope. It's like not- they're trying to fit a whole romantic comedy movie, right. like, in this sequence here. It's so, great. like, they can't immediately get on. Like, they have to kind of give it a little bit of time. And I do appreciate, like, the idea that, like, they have a little meet cute. They both separate ways, and then Anik and uh, Jasper get together. And like Jasper's like, "Oh, so how did it go, man? That yeah. seemed like sparks. You guys <laughs> yeah. were flying. I can't believe you didn't pop all these balloons. Like you needed that moment of them getting back together." Yeah, yeah. And as they're walking towards the auditorium, Jasper and Anik are acquainted with Slamps. Wait, Slim Slamps, Slam Slamps, Slamps, Slamps. Slamps, Slamps is a great name. We're gonna call um, him Slamps. Can we call him Slamps? Real name Walt. I'm I did Slamps. not recognize this guy. This actor, I he's been in something else I've seen recently, but but I recognized him from Fleabag, which okay. Fleabag was a lot of fun on Amazon Prime. I think it was only like two seasons, but uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge, fantastic comedy, definitely a little bit different and unique, but I would highly recommend it. Um, but he's entirely different in that show. Like he's wearing like these big false teeth, and he's made to be like a really ugly, okay, like, kind of like a really nice guy, but like just really like homely. I think they kind sure. of call him in homely. the show. Um, but he's he's a very fantastic actor, and I do like he's kind of still has that super creepy vibe throughout yeah. this. Well, what's interesting, and, and he's probably the one I have the least like amount of read on, and <laughs> I'm sure it's purposeful. But he's like, hey, he recognizes both of them, and they do that thing where they're like, oh, hey, man, how are you? Yeah. And he goes right at him. He's like, what's my name? Ooh, coming in hot. <laughs> coming in hot, which is so good. This is a classic situation where everyone acknowledges we don't know each other's name, and you're just like, hey, man, how are you? Yeah, good. What, well, what? They haven't gone into the auditorium to meet the Jennifers to get their name tags yet. Oh, that's so true. So they don't have that they, helper. That's true. They don't have that. Uh, he explains to them that, well, obviously that his name is Walt, but that they he also had chemistry with him. So mm-hmm. we're seeing a connection of this chemistry class of these people Mm -hmm. and what's this guy's deal tom what's walt's deal what's happening here what am i supposed to read don't tell me forget the two episodes you cheated and watched he's not in the next two episodes i will spoiler he's not it's not his perspective so i haven't seen his perspective yet uh he's still a bit of an enigma even after i did appreciate that jasper went right at him with What's your deal, man? Did you actually go to school? Because that was kind of like, my thought was, oh, this guy didn't go to school with him. But then Yasser immediately addresses that. And I was like, okay, so I guess he did go to school with him. Or at least he knows enough to pretend to go to school with him. Mm -hmm. I figured he My theory is that he is like a Xavier super super fan. Okay. And he's really just there as like a stalker for Xavier. Try to get close. Yes. That's my... I think he mentioned at one point, like, something like, I don't know if it's going to pay, but like, it'll never happen again or something. I think that was like his line. Very ominous. The music gets all dark. He goes, uh, no one remembers me, but they will tonight. They will. Or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which cleared him of a suspect for me. (laughs) Yeah. Because they never release it. We find out that Jasper was in a band with Xavier. 
Do you know yes. what the band's name is? Scape Diem. Scape Diem. Are we to assume that's a ska band then? If it's Scape Diem? It's a ska band. They actually... Oi, uh, oi, oi. You, if you blink and you miss it, they make an appearance in this episode. Oh, really? They make an appearance in this episode. Oh, I, I blinked, apparently. <laughs> I'll let you know when it, when it happens. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Anique is explaining to Jasper that rich, good-looking guys all re- always swoop in and steal Zoe from him. And what happens? Xavier, Xavier literally flies in on the helicopter, like on the football field. Which, if you think about it, this is what Anique did uh, on Ted Lasso. He landed a helicopter <laughs> so right on the pitch. That's great. Um, so there's a lot of uh, mirroring. I do love how when, like, uh, Xavier gets out, he's like, Hey, guys, I'm just here to reune like all you normal people. <laughs> you normal people. Uh, this is Dave Franco, very much alive, very much shirtless, like Jamie Tart. Wow. Wearing only a coat. There's so many lasso. Um, More so than any movie we we did in the uh, stoppage time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they enter the auditorium, as most auditoriums do. There is a table there for name tags. We meet the Jennifers. Mm-hmm. So many Jennifers back in 2006. Do you remember how many Jennifers were in your like grade school class and high school? So many Jennifers. I do remember quite a few. They yeah. were all lovely people. Nothing against Jennifers. Well, there were just oh, so many. 75% of them. were all right. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, when there's 100 of them, that's a pretty good ratio. But they're both, they're both the pregnant, the pregnant ladies. I recognized one of them. She was from the internship. I think it's is it Tyra Sakar. Sir, Sir Carr? Sure. Sure. There we go. I uh, recognized her. I didn't know what she yeah, was Yeah, she was an internship that went with um, uh, the Google movie or whatever. Just a big Google advertisement. Right. Owen the Wilson one with the wedding crasher guys together. Yep. Never saw it. Was it good? Yeah, it was fine. It's just a Google commercial. All right. We'll do that one next. <laughs> Anique, we find out, designs escape rooms. So awesome. Can't describe them. <laughs> Can't escape the question of what's an escape room. Well, I think he's just taking it back. He's like, you guys don't under like haven't heard of the phenomenon that is escape room he makes this comment where he's like you know it's a room that you're trying to get out of and Jasper in the background goes well that could be said of any room <laughs> you're trying to get out of it like at some point you're trying to exit it was a great moment he tells him i made santa claustrophobia <laughs> and one of the jennifers is like i love santa but i'm jewish and then he's like you just wrote santa claus on my name dad can i take that it's a great just a great moment and then now, i think this is where we cut and it's Detective Danner explaining. And she's like, oh, man, I love me some escape rooms. Can't get out of them, though. I need those clues. Yeah, she's like, like oh, I got Every one of those one. clues. And he's like, you as a detective couldn't just follow the clues? And she's like, no, I'm more of an interpersonal uh, type of detective. And you can see that Anika is not buying it. Now, Detective Julian, if, if there's one thing I know about you is you love a good escape room. I appreciate a good puzzle, Tom. And escape rooms are puzzles. And yes... It depends on the crowd you go with. Oh, okay. I would never do escape room alone because I would die in that escape room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also think there are certain types of people that love escape rooms and will shove you out of the way to solve that puzzle. We did an escape room once, did we not? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. 
I don't think I was that guy. You were not. Okay. There was another person that was No, the, no, 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 no. We, we went with a group. We had a lovely time. And uh, I think the other thing is some people are quicker than others. <laughs> That's probably so if bigger. you're the slower person, <laughs> it's a little bit less fun because they're solving everything. And you're just like... Uh, where's the bathroom? <laughs> you can't get there. You can't you get find there. a corner, man. Find a corner. <laughs> Actually, we did one as a date night, my spouse and I. We had a lot of fun. I think we did not solve it. Just the two of you? Yeah. Mm. It's a brave thing to do when you're gonna, married. I was going to say. Bold. <laughs> is bold, bold the right word? Bold is the right word in this instance. <laughs> um, They walk in and Zoe is killing it at karaoke. Did Crushing you recognize it. the song, Tom? Oh, yeah. It's classic Cher. If I could turn back town. I don't think I knew this song <laughs> no, either. What no, what This is like a genre of music that just doesn't. Well, also it's an 06 um reunion so would share be an 06 not necessarily song? but it's like i love the beatles like and if i was gonna do karaoke i'd probably do like a beatles song um but like i just love how the lyrics are just so on point and like uh anika taking it as like she's singing to me she's very wanting to romantic, turn back time yeah, very much a romantic comedy like the music is on the nose yeah. and yasper even comes in and says oh, dude she's singing directly to you <laughs> to you as the friend and then in response, Anik goes up and accidentally sings. Now, this song I absolutely recognized <laughs> and loved. Uh, I actually did not. What was this song? I don't know the name of the song, but it's very inappropriate lyrically. Uh, we'll try to keep this uh, family-friendly for sure. this podcast, as we generally do. Uh, but I do love how he tries to clean up the lyrics, where it's filthy behind him, but he's like speaking right into the microphone and trying to like dull it down. Uh, he's, so he's he like, takes a very like feminist approach <laughs> yeah. to like it's great it's like Miriam Miriam Barry did some crack or like my pancakes in a stack <laughs> it's just fantastic and this is like a perfect Sam Richardson moment yeah. like he plays that so well like oh oh this is awkward <laughs> this, but I'm gonna try gonna and do. clean it up a bit uh-huh. and he, yeah he did it did a great mm-hmm. job which makes me think like this is obviously not as um profanity laced is lasso Mm -hmm. did you uh, would you put this as like a pg-13 show i'm trying to remember i didn't feel like it was uh i think there are maybe like an f-bomb or two kind of a thing but i think it's yeah it it doesn't rely on it and i don't think uh lord miller the kind of main showrunners whatever rely on that like they've done into the spider-verse there's lego movie like they know how to do comedy without having to like sure. do filthy or use language sure. to get there. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> we need a wholesome murder mystery. We need wholesome murders. <laughs> you heard it here first. Kids, watch this show. Xavier, um, oh, he shows up with a drink for Zoe. Mm-hmm. I have dress, but it's actually a drink. <laughs> that would be weird if you showed up with a dress for her. Well, no, but that he, happens in romantic comedies, too. You kind of had it right. He shows up with a drink that matches her dress. Oh! Oh, 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 oh! Alright, well... Okay. You're not, not totally... You're wrong. Good. You're wrong, but you're not totally wrong. <laughs> not totally wrong. He charms her. Dave Franco plays this character incredibly. Yeah. Like, I hope that we see a lot of flashbacks. Don't tell me. I hope throughout the show... Like, that he's not just in this episode and then dead. I hope there's a lot of flashbacks with mm-hmm. him because he's incredible in this. We talked about it before we started, but very similar character is his character in 21 Jump Street. Like, the popular kid that's, like, smarmy <laughs> and, like, fake, like, like humility or, like, humble yeah. and, like, 
I don't know. The character in 21 Jump Street is is like a super like um like for the economy, but like just to say it, like just to say he is for the economy and, or for the environment. I'm sorry, for the environment. <laughs> no, I mean, he's no, a drug no. dealer, so he's not right. necessarily for the economy. Right, right, right. No, definitely like an environmental guy, but only yeah. an environmental guy because it's like California and it's popular, yeah. not because he actually believes. Anyways, <laughs> he's also great in. Um, oh no, I'm gonna mess this up bad. He was in Super Bad. He was in yes. Super Bad. People don't forget. <laughs> yeah. People what you want your pants in fifth grade? That's what I was trying to remember. Thank you, Tom, You're for welcome. saving me. He won several things. He won a Grammy, a People's Choice Award, and an MTV Best uh, Comedy Sex Scene. Oh. Didn't so realize good. that was a category. So good. But like, I like they, they do a back and forth about how like awesome that sex comedy scene was. And right. like, oh man, when they got in that one position, like, all right, it was pretty funny. Right. <laughs> Anika's is complaining once again that a rich guy stole Zoe from him. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the MTV best comedy scene. It's a reminder of in Tropic Thunder. 100%. When, yep. uh, Topher. No. no Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. MTV best kiss award winner, Toby McGuire. Oh, it's so good. Um, and then in comes uh, Brett. I think they kind of introduce him, but like. Uh, I think they were just talking about um, who was pre- her, who Zoe's previous husband who she was. was married to, which yeah, is Brett. To yeah, was Brett, who's like, what if a human butt could wear a jacket? And then boom, what does Brett do? Sits down right behind him, and they're like, oh hey, Brett, how's it going, man? <laughs> we find out once again, Brett is Zoe's ex. He hates Xavier. He's like, who wears a suit without a shirt? In some places, did you know if you don't have hair, they'll kill you? <laughs> Wait, where? Where is that? Where? And he's like, clearly like made it up. He's like, Hungary. You ever been to Hungary? Yeah, I've been to, they're both like, yeah, we've both been to Hungary. What village? (laughs) He's like, what city? It's so good. So good. Brett is, um, then threatens Xavier, and I think this is where we cut to Detective Danner being like, okay, so Brett threatens yeah, well, um, I think it's like Xavier. It's it's a knee kind of like trying to like push push Brett as a yeah. as a potential suspect, and like he has that knife and he's like it's like threatening to kill him. He's like, well, maybe you like don't gesture with the knife so much, right? And then he like slams the knife down as he leaves, and then it like cuts to uh, Anik trying to pull the knife out with like two hands and he can't do it. It's just so great. Like, and he for like knife. two hands can't do it. That's embarrassing. <laughs> And he like, like later references him as they're still on the table. And he kind of flicks the knife as I mentioned to Brett. Yeah, so good, yeah. love it. I'm pretty sure that was a butter knife. Doing better butter knife in a table like that's pretty good. We find out that Jasper, oh, because he's going over to distract Xavier so yes. that Anik can get Zoe back. Well, and I think Jasper has his uh, his um, agenda as well. Alternative mode or. Ulterior motive. Al- alternative motives? Ulterior motives? Ulterior motive. Mm, okay. We're going to stick with that one because his love is music mm-hmm. and he wants Xavier to bless his song, <laughs> which Anik is like, what is he, a priest? Do you know what bless the song is? No. What so is it? Blessing a song is like, uh, like uh, kind of like being a, a sample in your song or like coming into like. Say, like, oh. oh, this is this guy, or whatever, like, to kind of start your song, or, like, come in and, like, sing a little bit of your song. Like what DJ Khaled does. Yes. We yeah. the best music. He, he blesses Another your song. Another one. Like, a famous person comes in and does, like, a less famous person song, and then kind of, like, allows that person to kind of get big. It's like, another one. Old McDonald had a fire. <laughs> when Khalid did Old McDonald. Correct, yeah, yeah. 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 Really right. blew up McDonald's career. Blew up. That's how he made all the money to buy those restaurants. That's how he left the farm. Um, 
Jasper installed AV equipment at Xavier's house. Mm-hmm. We find out that Zoe is the vice principal of the school as they're doing their Anik and Zoe get to meet each other. Mm-hmm. The great part about Jasper installing the AV equipment at Xavier's house is, do they hit it out of this port where he's like, hey, it's pretty killer, right? <laughs> and Xavier's like, the remotes. The remotes. <laughs> And Jasper immediately knows what he's talking about. That he's was, like, yeah, they don't really work. Do that they? was like Jasper's cue to be able to get like uh, Xavier out of that sequence right. or whatever. So then Anik could come in and talk to Zoe. Yep. And so as Anik and Zoe are talking about themselves, a video starts to play in the background. <laughs> and it's mostly Zoe and her ex on their like wedding day and yeah. their daughter. So did Brett put the slideshow together? Is that to be like is that how you understood it? Um You'd think the A V equipment guy Jasper would put it together. Uh because I've seen the next episodes, I will not comment okay. on how the okay. sequence uh, unfolded. Alright, well I would assume Brett put it together in order to make his make his ex wife feel guilty. You would assume correctly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they escape to the kitchen, Zoe and Anique, and they're eating cookies. Um, Xavier and oh there's this weird conversation where it cuts to Xavier and Jasper like Xavier's like alright yeah I'll go with you like he agreed they agree to go do something and you can tell Xavier's not all that into it Um, well I think Xavier just in general is kind of like put off by by, uh, Jasper's kind of by his former Scape Diem bandmate, yeah, ex you figured, bandmate. You figure that. I mean, we don't know how that. You know, bands generally don't end very well if you're not still a band. So maybe they had like a falling out or something. Um, I'm assuming is, they're on hiatus. Yeah, they're waiting for that next. <laughs> they're gonna come back. Do that. But you figure they would have had a little bit more like fun rapport as like friends. Like if you were in a band in high school with somebody, you'd be able to like have a conversation. But Xavier was having none of it. Something tells me Scott Diem did not last very long. (laughs) Maybe got one talent show in. (laughs) We have the cute moment at the mural in the hallway that Zoe painted. So we find out she's an artist, which Mm -hmm. is commented at some point. Uh, earlier in the episode which was good because it kind of told us that like tiffany haddish is a good detective right like culp kind of makes this silly little shrimp reference but she's like oh yeah like hey we're, we're, we're detectives we're trying to solve something like look at the ink on her hands right Very, like uh kind of sherlock holmesian sherlock holmesian chelsea shows up drunk she's trying to tell zoe something but they kind of give her the slip mm-hmm. and they do the whole like romantic comedy montage yep. they're rubbing food on each other's faces which always just seems like a pain to me like i don't want food on my face like i gotta then wash it off it's i don't know it's powdered cute, sugar i fun. mean yeah it's powdered sugar it's delicious <laughs> so. they then go to the teacher's lounge for drugs which uh it's just uh awesome well no that's like he wanted to go to drugs kids he was like there's always been one place i wanted to go because mm. he realized he had the key so it's like go to the teacher's lounge and it's just kind of whatever and then they open up like the uh, cabinet to get to the drugs and there is uh apparently mr shapiro and quiet heather making out in the uh closet room which is kind of funny so mr shapiro was the chemistry teacher right yes i think so quiet heather i don't know that reference i don't, know uh, I don't we think we yet. yeah i don't think we know anything at this point All yet right, tom you have to say spoilers before you reveal a character that we don't know of or i mean he said quiet, the name or that they're heather well it's not a jennifer all right that's i thought actually it was Jennifer. <laughs> so thank you there's some dope 80s music as they paint in a room an yeah. art room yeah they do so i wouldn't say paint they were uh like they, drew they drew each other's it's like sketch work 
But there was paint. Sure. Yeah. Whatever, Tom. <laughs> but they it's... do characters of each other. She does the one of him, which is like a solid character. Right. And, and he is... does the one that's like all of us. <laughs> I guess it's to show that she is an artist and he is not an artist. <laughs> then they're drinking in the stadium. We find out that her marriage dissolved because Brett is a cheater, mm-hmm. which I will say is a good reason for a marriage to end. Okay. Per the good book. Okay. Noted. Actually, I don't know if that's true, but I'm just <laughs> going to put it in my good book. Um, so Brett and her broke up because of that. She asks him, she's like, hey, reunion question. Are you happy? Mm-hmm. Like, did your life turn out the way that you wanted it to? Mm-hmm. So this is the point where I'm going to ask Tom. Tom, <laughs> is your life everything you hoped it turned out to be? My life is everything I hoped it would be and more. I have your friendship. I have a beautiful wife. I have a pretty good child. Your son's awesome. <laughs> I know my son's pretty awesome. Uh, no, like it is. It, it's like whenever you do these reunion things, we didn't do reunions like our high school. I would imagine our twenty year. Every time we went. get together, Tom, it's a reunion. It's <laughs> our reunion. Yeah, we generally hang out with a lot of kids, uh, our friends we had from uh, high school days. But we didn't make any more friends. <laughs> yeah, we stopped right there. We peaked. We peaked in high school. Um, but it is like a retrospective thing to like think about, like what if uh like things were different or you did something else but like no i'm i'm very happy with uh where where life ended up how about yourself yeah 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 <laughs> so we find out that people are more complicated than you think that's what zoe explains to us um anique admits to having a slight crush a little bit of a crush on zoe and this is when it starts to rain <laughs> But not really, like it rains, and then they go to kiss, and Zoe's kid ruins it. Yes, and comes enter Maggie. Mags, I think they're referred to as Maggie. Maggie, yeah, yeah, Maggie yeah, yeah. is, is a but kid the rain, name. like the rain, was happening, and then it stopped. Right? It's like romantic comedy. Okay, like, okay. and I think he even mentions later, like the rain hits him only or whatever when he gets like stood up in the helicopter. Sure. So I think I don't know if it really rained in this sequence here. I don't but it's think just, it did because yeah. they're completely dry. Yeah. And <laughs> as you do, Zoe immediately leaves her child with uh, Anique. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, can you watch her? I gotta go yell at Brett." Yep. Say some adult words to Brett. The kid hands Anique her. Do we meet Kevin? The bear. Kevin Koala. Okay. Kevin Koala. Koala. Yep. And he's kind of doing a little bit with her or whatever. And that's where she kind of like runs off. Or I think before she does, she's like, uh, what was her line? Is like, did you give the bone to my dad? Or? She's, no. No, she <laughs> asked. Wait, sorry. Wrong. Did you, did you put bones in my mommy? <laughs> and she goes, my dad said, if anyone tries to... <laughs> I don't know how to You're put good. This. You're good. Moving on. To put to bones my, mo- my mommy. mommy. It's like, so did you do the bones? Oh, man. He could have just said no. He, yeah. But instead, he's like, I'm going to have the koala explain yeah. and this. And he kind of starts explaining it. And then she turns his back. She runs away. And I do appreciate it. He was like kind of still in character. He's like, crikey. Crikey. <laughs> so he runs uh, after her. They end up in the auditorium. She immediately starts chugging, I would assume, a glass of wine. So he picks it up. And then he like, as they come with xavier and zoe that were there having the conversation or not xavier but brett um he takes it from maggie and then just starts downing it saying oh yeah it's just juice or whatever and downs it like and he makes a face like 
he's never tasted something like that before. I think if you look again, I think there's like a cigarette in there. Like, I feel like he actually takes something into his mouth. And then at the end of this sequence, he spits it back out into the drink. So I think there's something solid that he took in, which is likely why his face was like that. Okay, well, here's what I will point out is he clearly starts tripping in not too long. And this is the second thing that he drinks that is kind of out of nowhere. And so I'm trying to pay attention to what he drinks yeah. and what that affects him. This was one thing. I'll hit the other one when we get to it. Well, but. and they've done it before. I think he did like another drink or whatever beforehand. He did the little half of a gummy. So it's all kind of like it's his perspective. So he's saying the gummy is not a big deal, but mm. maybe he took a gummy that was oh, like super right. high, whatever. So throughout the entire sequence here, he's taking random drugs and you don't know maybe what is that catalyst. That's fair. This is then where they are deciding to... He walks out with Zoe because Zoe... Brett takes the child. They Mm -hmm. start to walk out. And Zoe's decided to go to Xavier's after party. (laughs) Xavier rolls up on him. And he invites Zoe to take a ride in his copter or chopter. <laughs> he says it some some way that's not helicopter. Like his copter, and then like uh, and he tries to say like, "Well, it's actually heli and copter, which are two different words." He mm. like goes on this like kind of nerdy ex boys ex uh, deal because he doesn't know what to say. I There's think, no sequence. room on the copter for Anik, Tom. There's <laughs> no room, and it starts to rain. The rain's not real. <laughs> and then, yeah, this is where Detective is like, like, "It rained again." <laughs> <laughs> I really appreciate uh xavier being like listen i just want zoe to have a good time and i'm getting some weird nervous energy energy. and you know i just you want her to have a good time right (laughs) and you so you stay here i'm gonna go get in the helicopter with her and anik's like hey well can you give me the address or because he's like oh still come to the park i can't hear you it's so it's just so good he does an incredible job so this is where i decided that I am going to start telling people about the energy they're giving off and how it affects me and how I don't want it around me. Yeah, I'm just going to be like the way he says it is so like condescending, but it's so great because he like, I don't know. You can tell he doesn't care one way or the other. Yeah. He's I had just... a condescending argument with somebody I worked with today and I kind of wanted like looking back at it, I should have said, you know, what, man, you're giving me some kind of energy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Oh, so then as they uh, kind of leave the helicopter, it goes by. Uh, it, it's um, Anik kind of walking to the parking lot. He's kind of looking at the picture that Zoe drew for him of him. And he's kind of just like thinking, he's like, as I look at the picture, and then it hit me. Boom, he gets hit by the car. And who is it? It's Jasper hitting him with his car. And I love Jasper's reaction as he gets out of the car. He's like, don't be dead. Don't be dead. Don't be dead. Don't be dead. <laughs> I was almost like thinking he might say, not again. Right, right, right. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm concussed, but I think Jasper wants him to go to the hospital. He's like, no, I need to go to the after party. I need to go to the to Xavier's house. This is Chelsea's in the car with Jasper. She's in the front passenger seat. And this is where she yells at Brett to tell him that Anik made out with his ex. Yeah. And this is when Brett starts chasing them. So now we're in a car chase. Yes. We find out that Jasper's super nice car is not his car. It's a rental. It's an, odd, it's an interesting color choice, this green. It's like that lime race car, yeah. like street race green. Something you'd see in any one of the Fast and Furious movies, but not a real life car movie. Mm. This is where, oh, this is where Anik takes the flask and he drinks out of it. It's got a big red X on it. <laughs> yes. And I was like, okay, okay. And he clearly does not like what's in that. And she like takes it from him. She's like, hey, that's my stuff. Yeah, like this is my stuff. Don't do this. Like she, she kind of like 
had a look on her face kind of like, hey, I was maybe saving this for something. Right. That's what I caught as well. Yes. Don't reveal anything, Tom. I'm a I don't detective know without you. I don't know anything at this point. I'm a detective without you. Brett pulls up and threatens to kill them as they drive to the after party. He's like, yeah, I'm going to kill all you. I'm going to kill all you. He keeps repeating it. Okay. Is there a clue there that I'm supposed to pick up? That's a really weird thing to point out. Nope, that's just what he keeps saying. He's like, I'm going to kill all you. I'm going to kill all you. Okay. All right. You're giving (laughs) us too much at this point. I am simply saying what he said to them. You're trying to... You're trying to foreshadow, and I don't like it. (laughs) We're at Xavier's house. Adik has clearly been drugged. Although he's taking like jello shots and all these things, so maybe love, it's just a mix. There's like a sequence because he takes like one more shot when he's there, right. and then like it just hits him. Like it kind of goes into this little like hazy camera, starts freaking out and everything. Um, but I do love it. He's like, I got the dizzies. And he's like, he's like falling over. He's like, that one was on purpose. But he does it again. It's like, oh, that one wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> this is Brett shows up, pushes him over the shrimp. Yep. So we find out where the shrimp comes from he then mm-hmm. runs up because he sees xavier talking with zoe on the upper balcony yeah kind of peers outside up. xavier's mm-hmm. bedroom and this is right then when anik passes out yes so he's kind of going over he's like oh boom i'm gonna flaming jello shot to muster up the courage and then boom he passes out and then that's kind of the end of that little sequence until we get what he wakes up he wakes up on the floor ned who's married to jennifer has pranked him he put like skis on top of him with a bunch of beer cups. So when yeah. he wakes up, it all mm-hmm. falls over. So he's covered in beer. And He's I don't like, think. Why am I all wet? Do, yeah. do we know who wrote on his face? No, I don't think we do. Right? No, but I do think it's like, um, Jasper walks in, Zoe walks in. Like they clearly had to see him on the floor. Like it took some time to put skis and beer and mark his face up. Yeah, he'd been there for like, a while. Jasper couldn't help him at any point. Like. Jasper just let him lay there? I mean, it's kind of funny, right? Uh, no. No, 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 no. Not if, you're, not if you're a friend. You don't leave your friend like that. I don't know. That was the one where I was like, okay, how close is Jasper to him? Like, mm. how much does Jasper care? Or what was Jasper doing? Ooh, And also, what was Zoe doing? And, mm. yeah, so then he storms off. Yeah, so he, he kind of wakes up and he's like, who did this? And he immediately thinks it's Xavier. Xavier. Xavier did this. So then he goes over to see Zoe, and he's like, Zoe, I gotta go see about this a-hole. Well, not my a-hole, just specifically. <laughs> not not somebody else's a-hole. Just, you know, I, I've got to, I'm, I gotta go talk to Xavier. Right. So then he goes up, he sees himself in the mirror, sees all the marker on his face, and he, I mean, once again, Sam Richardson, no! Like, the way he says no, he's shouting. And then we see this is Indigo watching him shout as he's looking at himself in the mirror. Yes. So we see her perspective earlier in the show. We now realize why he's shouting right mm-hmm. then. She made it seem like he was like looking at his hands like he just murdered someone. Yeah. He is clearly upset because he looks like a fool because someone drew all over his face. And this is where I think this show is a lot of fun because it does the character perspectives. And like you don't know. Everybody's telling their version of uh-huh. the truth. And like where my mind went after like seeing this first episode was... Uh, I know this has been done a lot, I think, actually recently in a lot of pop culture, but it's kind of this, like, telling the story from different people's perspectives, like, um, what's the... The Last Duel. Yes, The Last Duel, thank you very much, which we just watched recently. A little bit heavier than this movie. Super um, heavy, Tom. <laughs> but it was interesting the way they filmed that one with, you know... A lot less laughs. <laughs> one character says, like, one thing, and right. then in the next sequence, the, the other character says the exact same thing, because like, each of them are remembering it as, like, they said this line. 
Um, so I think this is this is really cool, and I think that's why it's a lot of fun to watch a murder mystery filmed like this. Right. And then they they essentially come to, and Detective Danner is like, hey, I gotta say, this is real suspicious. A lot of things happened here that don't look good for you. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, love makes you do dumb things. Mm-hmm. So, you admitted to... But like, he, like, mentions, like, like, why would I say I'm going up to see Xavier if I was gonna go kill him? Like, that would be stupid. He's like, would I fake pass out and draw, <laughs> let him draw all over my face just to do this? And I would argue... That's a pretty good, pretty good alibi. Pretty good alibi. Pretty, pretty good. So then (laughs) Anik leaves her. He goes into the bathroom. Uh, Jasper follows him. He realizes, he's like, she thinks I'm a suspect. I'm going to have to solve this myself. Yeah. He's like, I'm a, I'm a escape room puzzle maker. I can solve this. I can solve this. And then, uh, great line from Jasper. I love this. If you solve this case, the room you escape is prison. <laughs> which is a great line. And then he reaches into the trash can and he finds a note that says something like, this is payback for what you did to me. But it's a very specific rip out. Like, yes. it's like... Almost like, okay, clearly taken out of context. There's a little bit more on the rip, kind of on the bottom, but you don't really have kind of the rest of it. Okay. So it's potentially trying to piece together what what is this rip. And this yes. is just the, the tip of the iceberg. The tip. Okay. Uh, they then leave the bathroom, and we find out that Brett was trying to escape. Yeah, trying to sneak into his car, so... Uh, and I think it literally ends with... Uh, uh, Detective Danner saying, like, all right, your story's next. All right, so, your story's next. And his seems to be, like... Here's how I always... Uh, how I always look at these things. Is, like, they always make you focus on the wrong suspects early on. The red herrings. So they're gonna make... Uh, I don't, I don't know anything about fish, Tom. Um, but like Brett is like the obvious one. Like, so I don't feel like it's gonna be Brett. <laughs> well, we're gonna do that. It's not. It's not the person you most suspect. It's also not the person you least suspect. It's always the person you most medium, medium expect. Suspect. Okay. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Uh, thank you, the office, once again. I don't think it's gonna be Anique. I don't think it's gonna be Brett. Like those I have. I don't think they've given us enough of Walt. Like, Walt's weirdly creepy. I think there's going to be, like, a fun twist there. Yeah. Where I think I'm on track. Maybe he's just, like, a Xavier head. Mm-hmm. And he's not, like... But they're going to find that out. It's not going to be necessarily nefarious or he's the murderer. But that's where gonna, they're going to take us down that road. Um, so I don't know who it is. If I had to guess, I would say it's Zoe. I was actually going to say the same thing. After the first episode, I was like, it's it's the person you kind of least suspect because she was just kind of playing the love interest in, right. in Anique's kind of story. So they didn't really give you much of her. Right. So it kind of makes me lean towards her initially. Right. But everyone knows that vice presidents, well, vice principals, <laughs> uh, vice presidents too, they're all <laughs> suspicious. Um, anyway, so I had fun with the show. Uh, our official guest right now is Zoe. Yep. But we reserve the right to change it. Mm-hmm. Uh, give the show a go. It's fun. Send us your guesses. You can get in touch with us at? At uh, teambingepodcast at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us a line, shoot us your suspects. Uh, you can also reach us on your preferred social media at Team Binge. At Team Binge. We also got a website too, teambinge.com. You can find some, uh, you follow our SS, RSS feed to get all of our pods. We got some sweet sweet merch 
And just so you know, we're still planning on doing Ted Lasso Season 3, but of yep. course it's not out yet. So in the meantime, we decided to do something fun. Film the I really enjoyed this show. I think we, we actually, for the first time, watched the first episode together. <laughs> yep. Uh, had a lot of laughs. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it the second go-around, too, because there's stuff you just don't catch. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure rewatching it after seeing more episodes, mm-hmm. um, but definitely watch it with subtitles. I will say that cause there's stuff you, uh, you do catch and you do have to pay attention to mm-hmm. what's happening, but all these actors and characters are like people I've enjoyed in other things. Oh, and so that's what brought me to this. Like I saw the trailer for it and like, I didn't know it was like a genre bending thing. I don't know really what it was. I don't even think the trailer gives a whole lot away. Um, but it was just all these people that I absolutely love from all these different things. And to your point, too, about uh, Lord and Miller, like everything those guys have done right. recently, I've absolutely loved. So I was all in. Right. Now, let me ask you this. When I looked at it, they dropped four episodes, right? Yes. Do you know when they're dropping the next four? Because it's eight total and we're going to do all eight. Yeah, we'll do all eight. I believe they come out on Fridays. So the first four get dropped to kind of get you into it, and then they do it episodically every Friday. Oh, okay. Wonderful. So we might be able to kind of catch up here. Well, we will do it, be doing them every week until the end of time <laughs> or season three of Ted Lasso. We appreciate you all joining us. I have been Julian. And I have been Gumshoe Tom. Oh, no. We were using <laughs> nicknames. It's too late now. Bye, everybody. Take care.